Welcome to GraceWorks, a ministry podcast of Grace Presbytery. Each episode will feature life-giving, heart-opening ministry happening right here through the work of our member churches. I'm your host, Paul Burns. Welcome back to Grace Works, the podcast ministry of Grace Presbytery. We are so excited to have two special guests, and this is this is cool, and this is going to be fun. We have a mother and daughter team. Uh, we have the Reverend Kate McGee, who's the pastor at Westminster Presbyterian Church of Arlington, and we have her mama. We have Martha Kynard, who is a charter member and ruling elder at Grace Presbytery. Church in Arlington as well. So welcome, women. How are you today? We're all good. Thanks so much for having us, Paul. Awesome. So this has been a, a wild, wacky year in church world, as as well as every kind of world and sphere you can talk about uh, with COVID and everything else that has been going on. But just, just tell me a little bit about your experiences at your church's uh, in this last year? Yeah, as a solo pastor at Westminster, the everything seemed to hit so fast in this last year that all of a sudden we need to refigure out how we did every single ministry. And it really hit home for me in this last year that the church is not the building. And we have heard that over and over and over again. And And what I have found is that I have missed my people so much but I have also found that our ministries have not quit simply because our building's been closed, that we have been continued to share the good news of Jesus Christ through our worship, through our learning, giving, and connecting. So that has been both very challenging in learning all kinds of new technologies. I have people on Zoom, you know, from babies to 90 plus years old, and I've been so proud of my resilient people and their ability to learn new things. And and it's made us just question a lot of why we do what we do. And in many ways have come back with, with an even firmer commitment and belief in the ministries of our church. You even did Bible school. We even did virtual vacation Bible school wow. uh, with two other churches. And so we we really were committed to trying to, to reach all of our people in different ways because not every, we learned quickly on, not one thing worked for everybody. And some of our ministries have lain fallow. And what we're talking about now, we've just had two weeks of indoor worship and we're talking about resurrecting our incarnate community. And that has been, it almost makes this whole last year worth it uh, to get to see everybody worshiping God in the sanctuary again. Wow. I love that. Resurrecting our incarnate community. That is awesome. I know that's going to be like an Easter celebration like no other. Well, like, you know, we don't want to top the the real Easter celebration (laughs) all those years ago. But so uh, tell me about uh, Grace, Martha. What was it like uh, in your experience? Well, it's pretty great uh, showing up for Facebook live worship service in my pajamas. That part was not the worst. Pastor Craig Sanders has done an excellent job of learning 
all of the technology and the stuff that goes with it. There have been glitches, but you know, we've got recorded music. So I'm singing really loud all by myself at home, but we have comments on the side so we can share that we're there. And, but man, it's hard not seeing people. It's hard not sharing those hugs and those little tidbits at church. And we're just starting. Uh, We've had a few parking lot services, but mostly it's, it's still on Facebook. We've got a very vulnerable congregation, but we're all getting vaccinated and and uh, we've got a team that's looking forward to opening the church and boy, will we be glad. Oh, I know it. And you sound like a people person, both of you. And so getting in contact with people will be a great celebration. So, you know, the, the thing that we're, we're going to focus on today is this amazing ministry that's been going on for some time now, but that both Grace and Westminster Presbyterian are both involved in, and both mother and daughter are involved in. And so let's just start with what's this ministry and how did it start? Well, it started at my church at Grace Presbyterian in Arlington in 2005. And what we do is to provide weekend food for all the school children in Arlington who ask for it. We don't have any contact with the students. We deliver, we purchase food, we pack the bags, we then deliver the bags to counselors at over half of the schools in Arlington. We're doing about a thousand bags a week right now. And these are our high protein bags of food that the kids can have over the weekend. About 70% of Arlington schools are Title I schools, which means they get free or reduced breakfast and lunches. But what do they do on the weekends? And they'll come to school. Many of these kids will come to school hungry on Monday morning. And, you know, Paul, you just can't learn well on a hungry stomach. So this ministry called New Day, and right now you're the president of of the board right now. That's correct. And it's not just uh it's not just Grace Presbyterian Church. There's who who else is involved in this? Well we started we started in 2005. Uh, we incorporated in 2010. And then in 2016 we got really smart and ta-da uh, uh, at growing up at Grace Presbyterian in Arlington, I had heard about New Day and my mom's passionate involvement with it and, and the church's belief in caring for these hungry kids. And so when I came to church to be the pastor at Westminster, I had already known about New Day and the good work it was doing. And through my friendly connections there, what I was hearing was there was more need than grace could do by themselves. They didn't have a ton of space. They, they could use some more volunteers and money and help uh, because the need is so great in the school district of over 60,000 students. And we're a small church. So um, one of, I started off by recruiting several Westminster members to go help pack and deliver the bags at New Day. So they would go down to Grace in South Arlington and, and do the New Day work in their church. 
And then in 2016, the Reverend Dr. Elizabeth Johnson Pence, known to us as Pastor Betsy, who had served as interim pastor at both our churches, uh, came to Westminster's Mission Committee and uh, invited us to consider becoming a satellite, the first satellite location of New Day. Uh, our mission committee deliberated. This was this was a big ask of a solo pastor church. Can we have this kind of investment and commitment for a weekly ministry? Most of our ministries, you know, are, are once a month. And, and even my retired members, they're busy. They got things to do. <laughs> so I explained to mission committee, I was a little bit nervous. Would we have the interest and the involvement to maintain our commitment? So then we, we uh, they said yes. And we stepped out in the faith that God would equip us for this ministry God was calling us to. We revamped a room that wasn't being used as much at church and turned it into a, a new day assembly line packing space. And uh, in August of 2016, had a giant New Day dedication with friends from Grace there, friends from the community, and including uh, some of our nonprofit directors, some of our city council members, and of course the New Day board. We now have around 40 volunteers from Westminster who are involved week in, week out in packing bags. At, at our site, we have over 300 bags a week going out now um, wow. to, to hungry kids. And, and, and I have to say that it's, it's so good that we are feeding hungry kids, yes, but this ministry has just really lit the fire in so many of my members to know what's going on in the community. And, and now we are known in many places as the church with New Day, the church that feeds kids, the church who is part of this effort to, to do what Jesus commands and to take care of the least of these. Uh, we have many retired educators and active educators in our congregation. So this has been a really good fit and in many ways is now one of the jewels of, of Westminster, all thanks to those faithful grace members who started packing bags in a shed uh, <laughs> where two people could fit, you know, so many years ago. That's true. I would think that like in a year like we've just been through where all so much energy has gone to having to learn a new way of doing things that it would be hard to have the energy to, for instance, just raise funds for a mission like this. Uh, how, how have y'all met the challenges in the last year for New Day? Well, it, you know, at Grace, the church was closed. There, there are no meetings. There are, there are new groups meeting, no nothing, with two exceptions. One was New Day and one was Meals on Wheels. So notwithstanding the church building was closed, the mission of the church continued through those two entities right there. But, you know, with regard to fundraising, it's amazing. Uh, there's a pandemic. Guess what? Kids are even hungrier than they were. So, you know, we, we work hard through North Texas Giving Day, and we make a significant, uh, we have significant giving through uh, North Texas Giving Day. We raised over $35,000 last year through North Texas Giving Day. We apply for grants. We have regular support from our church sites, the two Presbyterian churches and the two Methodist churches who are partners and actual distribution sites. They all support us with, with money. And, you know, and these are just... A, 
it has become very important ministries to those churches, and they support us with money, with food, and with volunteers. And then, of course, we've we have creative opportunities. Uh, when you're talking about feeding hungry students, it's a great chance to go out and eat, right? Everybody loves to eat, even in the pandemic. You get tired of cooking at home, and so we've had several fundraisers that have been really successful. Uh, we had a local barbecue place fundraiser, thanks to Spring Creek Barbecue, where you, they would give us a portion of everything that was ordered, as well as on the border. Um, when we did an on the border one this past January, in the middle of a pandemic, it was the biggest fundraiser that location had ever had. People love to eat and help feed hungry children at the same time. We're looking forward on Cinco de Mayo. We will be having a food drive and free tacos if you bring food at a food truck in Arlington. So uh, we try in many ways to, to be creative about fundraising because 100% of the money that is given to New Day goes to food for the kids. We don't have any overhead costs, any paid staff. Well, that's that's not quite right. We have a part-time paid grant writer. And anyway, and we appreciate her so much. And I should say her name because she gets us money. Okay. And and then, you know, as God does, God provides. Uh, earlier this year, as we were in a pandemic, uh, New Day, the New Day board received an email about how to donate. Well, we're very excited that you can donate online or that you can send in a check. And as we reached, we realized this was an employee of Atmos Energy and they wanted to give New Day $30,000. Wow, wow, wow. Out of the clear blue sky, no grant application, just sent out an email and said, and, and it ended up this employee was a graduate of an Arlington school. She knew firsthand what it's like um, to be around hungry classmates. And she knew what a difference it can make to have hungry kids fed. And so I count that as, as God's encouragement, you know, that, that we have our part to play and God is with us every step of the way. And every now and then rains down visible presence to remind us why we do what we do. So how has this impacted you personally and your congregations over these years? Well, Kate said it earlier, it was kind of the crown jewel mission. And of course, it has become um, a defining mission. I know it has been for Grace. We have two or three missions in, and but this was the one that grabs the heart of everybody. Uh, as I said, when, when, um, Tom Denny went to Kiwanis and he, he was representing Kiwanis and asked the principal, what, what can we do? And this was in 2005. And the principal says, well, how about some food? And he takes it to his Sunday school class and his Sunday school class says, well, we're not going to wait for some organization to take care of this. They went out, and bought groceries and delivered them. That's who we are. We see a need. And this one is kids it's hungry kids, and we just can't stand by and do nothing. So this becomes the very heart of our congregation. Yeah, and at Westminster, as, as I mentioned earlier, a similar way in that this has brought such new life to our congregation. Uh, we have people from outside our congregation who regularly vol volunteer as well. Uh, and it's given them a deeper connection to the church and a chance for us to witness. 
about what matters to us, which is following Jesus's command to, to feed the hungry. But moreover, it's, it's invited our leadership to not just participate in New Day, but to start asking questions. Why are there so many hungry kids in Arlington? Why are families in Arlington struggling to have enough? And to take a bigger look at investigating some of those questions and answers. And so that contributed to our decision uh, last year to become a Matthew 25 church, which is an initiative out of Louisville by the PCUSA uh, that's committed to building congregational vitality, eradicating systemic poverty, and uh, challenging structural racism. And as our session talked about this, we realized that in many ways we were already doing these things, but particularly the one about eradicating systemic poverty, you know, through New Day, we see an opportunity to help the hungry kids now but we think it also calls us to deeper questions about how can we make sure that more kids don't go hungry? What can we change in the systems? Uh, what can we change in our community and our society to make sure these families have more access to opportunities uh, and other things that they need? Martha, when you look forward, you know, uh, from a board perspective of New Day, what do you see in the future in, in New Day? You know, it's it's interesting. Uh, we've been talking about that very thing. Uh, I, our goal is to feed 100% of the hungry kids, uh, hungry students in Arlington. And we work to eliminate barriers to that. And as I said, we're only in um, about 70% in the schools. Why aren't we in 100% of the schools? Those are those are things that we're we're working on, and we're also talking about um, what impact are we having. We've actually um, gotten some graduate students from the University of North Texas who are doing some surveys and doing some analysis to see what is it exactly that we're doing and what impact are we having, so we can have some of that data to maybe assess what else can we do. Right now, we're focusing uh, on just the food, but you know, there, there are other things that we need to be looking at and say, what else can we do to help these kids? This has been amazing. I, I wanted to say uh, also that for those that are listening, that if you want to learn more about New Day in this ministry uh, or learn how you can help, uh, go to newdayarlington.org and uh, you can find out everything that you need right there. You know, the Grace Presbytery, and, and this is this is our audience today, but I mean, there may be other people listening in as well. There, there are probably, most churches are probably like your churches. There are small churches. You may share, you know, your, your community with another Presbyterian church or a Methodist church, or there's a Baptist church in every community, but so... Um, <laughs> But what what would what do you want to say uh, as a word of encouragement to Grace the church members of Grace Presbytery? Well, you know, um, as I said, we started in two thousand five. We started with a couple of people from the Sunday school class who went and bought groceries and took them to, took them to the high school and just delivered them to the counselor there. What is it? Large trees grow from very small seeds, and and you know. We, New Day didn't really thrive for a number of years, but people Jeff, just kept pushing 
forward. And I, I you know, there's a real heart in, in church members um, who want to do what Jesus directed us to do. And sometimes you, you just cast around and you don't really know what you're looking for, but then you listen and then there's a thing. And that's how this started here. And it started with just a few people with doing it with just a few groceries. And it lasted that way for a long time. And now it has, has sustained growth and we've just taken off. It's the Holy Spirit. So all, all I can tell you. <laughs> well, and, and I would just build on to what mom says is that, you know, starting with a few people and, and then not be, you know, recognizing that maybe we can't do it all on our own. And so reaching out to your friendly neighborhood Presbyterian church or Methodist church, reaching out because who can disagree with feeding hungry kids? But, you know, we're two smaller churches and together we're able to have this much larger impact on our community. And and this last church partner that joined us in December is another small Methodist church. And we are finding this life and, and ability and volunteers and what we can do together has, you know, more than five times increased what one church could do on its own. And so I would just encourage any Grace Presbytery friends who are interested in starting a ministry or expanding and continue, look to your church neighbors next door. They just may, may be waiting for God's call to jump in and join you. And it's an amazing thing what small churches can do together. It really is an amazing thing. And it's God-led. No question about it. Well, if you think about it, it is really what Grace Presbytery is. It is a collection of mainly small churches, and there is always the big churches, and they can make an impact too, but no church is too small to make an impact for the kingdom. If their focus is on grace, and this is what struck me about this ministry, it is a purely grace-based ministry. You're not expecting anything back. You're not trying to co- coerce anything from anybody, and it is purely a gift and out of the needs. And I think about when Jesus said, I was hungry and you fed me. As simple as that, uh, we see a need, we respond with love. We respond with love and expect nothing back. And I will bet many people have been fed beyond their stomachs, e- even in just in the receiving of this well, I want to thank you both for spending time with us today. Any, any last words that you want to just say to people before we go? I, I just think we don't, a lot of times we don't think that we can do things, but we start with a little and it will grow, especially if we look um, to the Holy Spirit to lead us. And if we listen, if we listen to all of those around us who are, always talking to us, but we're not always listening. And I just thank God all the time for the gift of the connectional church. Yes. That not just because I knew my mom, but here was, were Presbyterians following Jesus call and inviting us to walk alongside them. And the way it has been a blessing, not to just those who receive the bags, but to those who pack and deliver. Uh, I think that is the fruit of the Holy Spirit that is present in everything we do. This has been GraceWorks. 
If you would like to share the grace-filled work of your congregation, please contact me at revpaulburns at gmail.com.